We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us again for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. And this is your host, Mark Brandon, and I am coming to you today from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And uh, we are delighted if you have chosen to uh, join the podcast today. We're very thankful. Or whenever you listen to it, uh, you know, that's uh, the blessing about podcasts. I did radio for so long and, uh, you know, you had to catch the broadcast when it was airing live. And so that's the joy of podcasts. You can listen to them at your own convenience. I know my wife, she likes to listen to them while she's driving the children to school or riding in the car. And that obviously is a very good time to listen. And so uh, we're very thankful uh, that you've joined us. I want to finish up a little thought today. We're just talking practical now. We're just getting right down there where we live. That's the way I like it. Uh, but we're looking in the book of James and we've looked at chapter four, verse seven and eight. I've really highlighted verse eight, but I love these two verses because both of them are uh, very close. And as far as both of them uh, being full of a conditional promise. In other words, if a condition is met, God will meet his. He makes a promise, but those conditions must be met. So verse 7 says, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, he will flee from you. So the two conditions is submit and resist, and the devil will flee. That's a promise of God. Verse 8, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. I love that verse. I love that. That is so simple. So what's it look like? Well, it's exactly what he says. If we'll draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh to us in everything. And I'm thankful he'll receive all people. He will not reject one person, where they've been, what they've done, where they were born. It doesn't matter. The Bible says that he will receive uh, for all. He will in no wise cast out to anyone. So I'm very thankful for that. So we've just been kind of specific about certain little things that I think that are practical. We've talked about uh, if we will come to him, draw nigh to him, confessing sin, he'll forgive us. That's a great promise. We've talked about if we draw near to God with our trouble and our problems, he will help us. He will sustain us. And uh, I'm thankful for that. But let me give you a couple more today as I close this thought out. If we will draw near to God, acknowledging our weakness, he will strengthen us. Now, that that's one of the greatest blessings in all of life is knowing that we can tap in to a strength that's greater than ours. So here's the scripture for that. It's in Isaiah chapter 40, a well-known verse. The Bible says in uh, chapter 40, verse 28 through 31, he giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. So I'm very thankful. We draw nigh to him. Now, think about this. Perhaps you've been very greatly tempted, and as the results of the pressures upon your life, you have fainted and you've fallen. Maybe I'm talking to someone today, you're extremely weak. Uh, you're extremely discouraged. Uh, you're you're weak physically, you're weak emotionally, you're weak uh, spiritually. Listen, this is the greatest time. You draw nigh to the Lord, and the Bible says he will strengthen you. 
If you're about to faint, then you need to you need to draw near to the Lord. By the way, why to be drawn nigh to him all the time? But I'm just saying, many times in these situations of life, this is when we have a, a, a divine appointment. We have divine choices here. We're either going to turn to the Lord or we're going to turn away from the Lord. When we're weak, we must turn to the Lord. Because the Bible says that if we will turn to him, we can tap into a strength that we did not even think was possible. So again, let me ask you, where are you at today? What are you doing? You say, well, Pastor Mark, I'm weak. Okay, well, what are you doing about it? You must draw near to the Lord. Call upon the Lord. Ask him to help you. Let him be real to you in your trouble. Let him be real to you in your weakness. Call upon him. Just as this verse says, he giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increases their strength. So you can allow the Lord to help you and strengthen you if you will do your part, and that's draw nigh to him. Now, quickly, let me say this. We need to draw near to God, and if we will draw near to him, seeking his guidance, he will lead you. He'll lead us. Now, I love this, and you probably already know where I'm going, but Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not on thine understanding. Now, again, these are conditional promises. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Here's the promise. He will guide you. He will direct your path. But there must be conditions here. We must, with all of our heart, trust in the Lord, lean not into thine own understanding. And see, we love to do it our way. We love to rationalize things. We love to think things through. But what the Lord wants us to do is to rely upon him, do not lean on our own understanding, and then in all of our ways acknowledge him. No matter what we're doing, we should be acknowledging the Lord. No matter where we are, we should be acknowledging the Lord. Why? He will direct our path. Now, here's the problem. Many times we get in our trouble and we get in bad places in our life because we simply fail to do this promise. We start leading our own life. In other words, you jump over that wall. Instead of you acknowledging the Lord and trusting in him, you start leaning into your own understanding. And what we really do is we jump over that barrier. and Then we start guiding our lives. I just spoke with someone on the phone just a few hours ago. And he said, look, when you start doing things your way, so when I started doing things my way, you never dream how bad things can get. But that's why God says, look, if we will acknowledge him in all of our ways, let him direct. By the way, he knows the way. He knows the way better than we do. Um, you know, years ago, um, before my father had a stroke, um, there would be family members, me, my brother-in-law, uh, my dad. We went once, and then we had an uncle and a cousin, and my dad and I, my brother-in-law, we all went down to Santee Cooper, and uh, we fished down there for uh, for blue cat and crappie. And here's a mate. We, we hired a guide. And his name happened to be Buster, and he was a great guy. He took us all over the lake, and, man, we caught a lot of fish. We caught a lot of blue cat. We caught a lot of crappie. We brought a lot of fillets home. Uh, but, you know, my dad and I and my brother-in-law, we can fish a little bit. Uh, if we would have went down there, we could have caught some fish, but I can promise you this, we wouldn't have nearly caught what we caught with the guide. Why? Because we let him guide us. We, we let him lead us. Why? He knew the water. Well, let me help you today. God knows the way. God knows our way better than we do ourselves, and so we must let him lead. If we will draw nigh to him, seeking his guidance, he will lead us. 
Now, as I close today, let me kind of draw this to a net. All problems normally are from our omission of doing our part, not God's. Because, see, these are conditional promises. Someone might say, well, I'll tell you right now, I thought God was supposed to lead me. Well, he will if you let him. (laughs) See, you've got to draw nigh to him. You've got to do your part. And you say, well, I've got all this trouble, and he's not helping me. Well, are you drawn nigh to him? Are you drawn near to him? You say, well, I'm struggling with all of this sin in my life. Well, are you drawing near to him, confessing your sin? Because you know what? If you'll do your part, he will forgive you. Uh, it, listen, if you're you're struggling in your way in life, what? how are you leading your life? Who are you letting guide your life? You say, well, I'm in a mess. Well, you've probably led your way. You've probably led your own way. You've probably been leaning under thine own understanding. So all, most of our problems are from our omission of doing our part. We're not meeting the conditions. But I promise you this, when we meet those conditions, God will meet his. So we need to quit blaming the Lord. I hear it all the time. Uh, I've heard people say, oh, well, I'll tell you right now, God lied. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Here it is. He's waiting on you. See, he wants to save you. If you're out there listening today and you say, well, I'm not saved. Well, you can be saved. He's waiting on you. You put your faith in Christ. You come to him just as you are and repent of your sin and trust Jesus Christ, your Savior. I promise you, he'll save you. He'll save you from the guttermost to the uttermost, but you got to do your part. He's waiting on you. He wants to undertake for you, but he's waiting on you. We must draw nigh to him. Amen. And the sure as we draw nigh to him, I thank God he draws nigh to us. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.